0: back to season four of the I'm uncomfortable podcast where it's okay to be uncomfortable We're your hosts Vanessa and Melissa and today's topic is a two-letter word that while so small can hold so much power no <laughs> <laughs> however we're gonna first say yes to sharing our uncomfortable moments so Melissa what has made you uncomfortable this week
1: Well, I am prepping to travel for the first time for work. Um, Not for the first time ever, um, but the first time since the whole pandemic. The last time I traveled um, for work was February 2020. Wow. (laughs) So, right before, a couple weeks before, everything changed. And I'm going back to the same city. I'm going back to Sacramento um, for a conference uh, next week. And honestly, I'm not excited about it. And I know it should be, it's going to be fine, but I just don't want to talk to people. (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to talk to people. I'm fine with doing that through Zoom and all of those meetings, but now that they're back in person. I have to put real clothes on and wear work like business casual or what have you. And I'm not in the mindset to schmooze. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just uncomfortable about it. I mean, I sound like such an ungrateful person because I'm getting my flight paid. I'm getting my a hotel room paid, dinner paid. I should be, you know, basking in that. And I'm going to try to lean into those things, to those opportunities. But I also just still feel uncomfortable with the rest of it.
0: I don't think you're being selfish, I, I want to say. I do think that you are just an introvert at the core of it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it makes you ungrateful to not want to socialize with people after a
1: full day of working at a conference yeah I I, that would be draining for you and this time around I have to do I I have more responsibility so I'm like presenting and being like a communicate like an outreach liaison and I just there's just more than just attending the conference and it's great I love more responsibility (laughs)
0: So to recap, you're not selfish. It's normal as an introvert as you are to not want to keep working after working.
1: Thanks, Vanessa. I just want to go back to my hotel and have a drink. I get it. I I mean, I'm more
0: extroverted than you are, but even I need a little break before going back out there. Unwinding, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, Speaking of being an extrovert, my uh, extrovertedness went a little too far. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean maybe not. I um I drunkenly told somebody about our podcast
1: and is that a bad thing? We want we want more listeners. Well, it's not a bad thing. However, I
0: forgot that I told them. And so today when I mentioned that I was going to be recording an episode with you, they brought up, oh, I listened I listened to the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. It went the opposite way. I said I was talking to you tonight, and um, they said, oh, I listened to a few episodes of the podcast. And I legitimately said, what podcast? <laughs> I said, what podcast? <laughs> and they were like, your the podcast. podcast you told me about. And I, I said, I told you? I told you the name? <laughs> They're like, yeah. To the I point did. where they could search it. Yes, they searched it. They found it. They listened to it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I just was racking my brain trying to remember when I had told them. It's fine. Hello to this person. that I, ben- just, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd have that much to drink, but you know what?
1: It's It's okay. It is what it is. However we get new listeners, hey, you know. I got that business mindset, you know, however we get, get those numbers. <laughs> so that was not comfortable
0: for me literally today, just for a second. And they asked, they said, oh, does that make you uncomfortable? You're like, great. I said, This yes. is my life. <laughs> I'm just uncomfortable all the time. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah, maybe I should have said no to the third round, but it's okay. It's okay. Here we are. Things happen. Speaking of, the word no may seem innocuous, but so many people, including me, clearly after two drinks, have a hard time saying it when they really want to, including the both of us. So uh, according to the research I did, um, a website called theswaddle.com. Excuse me? I don't know, but I agreed with what they said. So they claim that the fear of saying no may stem from the urge to avoid conflicts or confrontation. And another reason people tend to worry about saying no is because they don't want to disappoint others or hurt their feelings. So I'd like you all listening to pause and just check in with yourself. Have you ever had a hard time saying no? We're going to gift you a moment to reflect on that during this quick break. Welcome back. Hopefully, you've had a moment to reflect on your personal experiences with the word no. We're going to
1: pivot here to Melissa real quick. Melissa, what makes you uncomfortable about saying no? Well, you touched on a number of things in that description of why people may... Fear the word no. Um, A lot of those related to me. Of course, I want to avoid conflicts wherever possible. And I do STEM. I hope that I can identify myself as a recovering yes, yes, man or yes, woman or people pleaser. Because I definitely used to say yes more often than I do now. But we can talk about that later. But I think the idea of disappointing or having an uncomfortable confrontation with someone is a lot of the reasons why I've avoided saying no um for the examples that do come to mind. Um that's at least for me. So Okay. Yeah, that okay. part. <laughs> How about you?
0: I think it depends on the setting. Hmm. So If it is for friends or people that I know well, I have a hard time saying no. One, if I genuinely want to do it, I will, instead of saying no, I will scramble to find a way to make it happen, even if it's really difficult to do. Uh, I don't want to let them down. But then I think the other part of it is in my professional experience, I don't want to seem weak or incapable of handling whatever challenges might be coming my way or whatever is being asked of me so instead of saying no I just do it even if it's killing me uh, I've gotten better at not doing that so much anymore but it's been uh, years of me saying yes when I should have been saying no
1: well, you kind of answered a little bit. You started to touch on, you know, the differences of saying no in the workplace versus saying no in your personal life. But do you ha- Do you find yourself having a harder time saying no in the professional space or, or is it more so um, you find yourself having difficulty um, in your personal life? You know, I think
0: lately, I don't know if this is just because of the pandemic or what, but I have had such a hard time saying no at work. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, with your title comes responsibility. And especially in those moments where I was interim principal or interim co-principal, it was even harder to say no. Even if I was at capacity, even if I was stressed, even if I was, like, going to collapse from being tired, I still had
1: a hard time saying no because I felt like I had to say yes. I feel like I've witnessed the other side of that for like receiving these updates from you after your work day are you why are you still working right now (laughs) you know those kinds of questions
0: Mm, yeah and I don't I I don't have a good answer it just is that I don't want to be perceived as someone who can't handle it which is so unhealthy yeah yeah so yeah so definitely work life is harder
1: is yours also work or not no Mine's personal Wow. Yeah, that's why I was I was surprised with your answer because for me, um, I guess, I mean, it has taken a lot of work for me to be able to feel more comfortable in the professional space to say no to things. I still find it rather hard in my personal life to say no. Uh, overall, I'm better at setting those boundaries mm-hmm. and feeling more comfortable saying no to things for my own mental health. But I still find that, when it comes to my friends or my family members, I feel a lot of that responsibility and that urge to not disappoint them. Or it's not even, it's not even FOMO when, you know, when when I say obligation, obligation in some senses for family, for sure. Mm -hmm. But like in terms of friends, it's more so I realize these days that we're all busy And we have a lot going on. And then when plans are offered or, you know, they ask if we can go to this thing or that thing, and I just know that I don't have the energy or the capacity or I have other things that are going on, I feel guilty in a sense when I do say no to them, um, because... It's gets harder as we get older to schedule time with friends and try to continue building those relationships or maintaining those relationships. So I acknowledge that. Um, so it is harder for me in my personal life when I do f- truly need to put my foot down and set a boundary and just say no to certain things mm-hmm. because it does weigh it's I don't take those things lightly. They're important
0: to you. So even though it's hard to say no, or I guess that's why it's hard to say no, because it matters to you.
1: Okay. Yeah, Exactly.
0: Wow, all right, well, if you can't say no verbally, just straight up flat flat out no, are there other ways that you've learned to say no
1: yeah i I in the workplace especially um I've done a lot of a lot of work <laughs> to and it's exercises that I've actually practiced with my my brother mm. um to help give me leverage um, to say no to things without actually saying no because a lot of times when people say hear the word no it's it's triggering for them or it kind of sparks a negative reaction Um, but if you frame it in a different way let's say for example I'm being assigned additional x y or z project Um, if I frame it in a way where I share with them the rest of the things that i that are on my list and ask them and put it on their plate and say i would love to help you with xyz but abcdefg is also on my list is there can you help me help you with this by shifting some of my priorities things like that Whoa. tools in that are kind of in my back pocket when that's good yeah so when i've i've kind of put it on their plate to to be like how can i help you I mean, help me help you in this situation. I don't want to say no, but it's kind of impossible (laughs) right now for me to do this thing for you without having to shift some of my priorities. Because that's where a lot of my yes woman attitude came from. When I came into this career, starting my career off, I I was just in the mentality of you just say yes, yes, yes to any opportunity that comes your way. But I'm at a point in my career, at least, where i I know what I'm capable of. I know what my skill sets are. And I know I've I've felt what what burnout is Mm -hmm. and I know what's too much. So I'm more comfortable now after having experienced both sides of it um, when I need to set that boundary. But that comes with time and practice. Right.
0: I was just going to say, I don't know if I've been able to really do that. I mean there's that whole phrase of I'm at capacity right now. I think though, even I hesitate to say that because it seems weak or like I should be able to handle whatever is being asked of me. But I think if I was to layer that in with an explanation, you know, transparency of I would love to help you or I definitely would like to do that. However, I currently have blank, 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 going on, some kind of at capacity right now, or I'm at capacity right now, actually providing an explanation, not even for them, but I think just for me to remind myself, hey, this is why you cannot do that. That would probably be a good idea. I think in terms of personal life, though, I'm trying to prioritize the things that make me happy. But one of our good friends shared an article with me actually about being happy and that whole idea of what choices will or will not make you happy. I wish I had it handy, but I just literally thought about it. The article kind of did talk about how to choose what you want to do. So like will this choice, uh, I forget the phrasing, but basically is is it going to enhance my life or is it going to diminish me in some way? Because it's easier to answer that question than it is to answer, will this make me happy? Because sometimes when people ask me to do things, especially if it's outside of work, like personal life, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I want to say yes. Either because I genuinely want to do it but don't have the time for it or I feel like I should do it. Or I'm just thankful that they reached out to me and I feel like I should reciprocate that. But I need to start asking myself, will that choice or putting in that effort enhance my life in some way or will it take away from it and go from there? But to be completely honest with y'all, I have had a hard time finding other ways to say no in a healthy way. It's
1: difficult, you know, because you can avoid it. That's not saying no.
0: It's not saying no. That's <laughs> it's not a response. Hiding. Exactly. Yeah. That's hiding from the problem. And I'd like to grow in that area. So,
1: Well, is there anything that you've done to be more comfortable with telling people no? Um, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I just said it right it there. Is it's, it's no, it is
1: difficult. It's difficult.
0: It's harder. I, I think lately... I've just been so tired Mm. that I'm almost forced to say no. That actually isn't true because teachers will contact me or people will contact me. Like today, I got three different people contacting me about three different things. And I was trying to enjoy my evening. But instead of saying no to them or saying I'd get back to them or something, I replied
1: Work-life balance.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, how did you become more comfortable with it? Because it sounds like you've made progress with this in a way that I haven't yet.
1: You reached the bottom of the barrel. Oh, God. That's what happens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, but not really, though. No. Like, I joke about it, but not really. Um, I think 2019 was the most successful year in my career, yet the most miserable I felt. Whoa. I can clearly identify that because I remember working so much mm. had so much going on and it felt exhilarating at points but I know that at the end of all of that I felt so diminished using a word that you just yeah described um, or shared I just didn't feel I, I didn't feel like myself and I just felt so at the After my work day, you would think that having accomplished all those things, I would be proud of all of that stuff. But I just felt so spent and so stressed. Mm. And so, yeah, and that's called burnout, my friends. Um, And I don't really know what clicked. But there was a point where maybe I just became cynical (laughs) for a little bit um, where... I kind of shifted my perspective a little and asked myself the tough questions of whether um, adding those things will, I think this, it has a lot to do with my journey too in in getting a promotion and how that had been a struggle for me. And here I am working my ass off day in Mm. and day out Mm -hmm. and not feeling valued at the end of the day. Um, So I told myself, not that I'm working less, but I'm working what I think is fair for what my title is, what my salary is, you know, Um, I'm done being that person that was in the beginnings of her career, um, saying yes to everything and trying to get as much experience as possible because I have that experience already in my my back pocket and I don't need to be bending over backwards day in and day out to, to get what? Nothing (laughs) like to get nothing because there ain't no promotion coming my way. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of shifted my perspective to be like, okay, well, what is, what is going to be a good balance for me mentally and physically to handle in my day? Um, And then kind of that whole part of the whole giving myself grace thing Um, that I've been trying to practice in every part of my life Um, but a lot of it this does stem from like my work life so yeah it's just it's been it's been a journey that's for sure um, to be more comfortable with being pretty like more straightforward with what my needs are and at work at least Hmm. I I want to apply that more so to my personal life (laughs) Um, but I'm doing, making progress in my work life and being able to feel comfortable sharing when I'm at my capacity or when I'm reaching that capacity. Um, it's not perfect. I'm, it's not that I've like figured it all out. It's still a process every single day. Mm -hmm. Like literally the other day I said yes to two things that ended up taking over my whole two days of, of projects, which threw me all off. But um, you know, see, it's a learning process. It's never gonna be like I've just figured it out, right? I guess it's kind of silly of me
0: to think that I'll one day be the queen of no, and have completely mastered the ability to
1: say no to
0: things. It's gonna be a process for sure. I And you did... pick
1: and choose what your battles are, like which ones you want to, you know, you can handle saying no to today. Right. Which,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair because sometimes you can't always say no. You can't just be like, no, 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 no. There has to <laughs> it's gotta be some yeah. give and take. Yeah. Uh, I did find the article by the way, and it talks about enlargement over happiness. So oh, will this choice enlarge me or diminish me? Because your gut is more easily able to answer that question versus like, will this make me happy? Will saying no to it's this a be big better question. for me? Yeah. So maybe it's will saying no to this enlarge me or diminish me? Interesting. Yeah. Got to combine the two a little bit.
1: Got to think of that.
0: I know. It's, it's It's one to think about. And actually, we are going to engage in a quick exercise called the NO Game Plan. So this involves you listening right now, literally right now, as you're listening. Think of something that you know will be asked of you that you either don't have the capacity for, want to set a boundary around, or just straight up don't want to do. Who are you saying no to? When and where will you say it? How will you say it? And this I found can be helpful too. What is the worst thing? Like actually,
1: actually the worst thing that will happen if you say no. I love that question, that last question, because it really helps to put things into perspective because we tend to build up this whole potential scenario in our mind. If you say no to this thing, so-and-so is going to react this way. But if you let yourself have that moment to truly think about, what's the worst thing mm-hmm. that's really going to happen then it could help make things maybe a little easier to to say that no um yeah i need to this is a great game plan i'm going <laughs> to apply this next time i need to say no to something <laughs> well definitely do it's our no game plan
0: so all of you listening uh, if you are successful with your game plan, please let us know who you said no to or what you said no to doing. <laughs> Give us the tea. Spill the tea. And we wish you all a very happy journey on intentionally saying no to other people. <laughs> Thank you for listening today. Please be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So we'll talk to you next time.